fortunately, when I was hanging out clothes earlier, I, due to me like going over and talking to Claire at the window, which is not something I normally do, that was apparently enough to confuse me enough that I then tripped over like the big <laughs> step in the garden oh, no. and really fucked up my knee, smacking oh, no. it on the ground, oh. like cut both my arms and my hands and bleeding all over the place. It's dreadful. Michael. So That's I'm dreadful. sitting here with a massive open wound on my leg. Oh, horrible. Oh, He's like a six-year-old with a skint knee. Really yeah. funny. <laughs> it's very sweet. <laughs> Although it's such an old man thing to happen. Exactly. I don't think you're... To, while you're hanging up the washing, go and talk to your wife at the window and just have a fall in the garden <laughs> over yes, nothing. Exactly. <laughs> I don't think nothing he's at the stage where he happened. had a fall. <laughs> 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 It really I got, hurt. Oh, no. I got one knee is very sunburned, so uh, we're all, all right. having knee problems. Yeah. <laughs> How are your knees, Fernando? Um, sunburned as well, yes. Really? Wow. Well, probably not, uh, but I wanted them to be sunburned. Uh, <laughs> You're out of the sunburned knee club. <laughs> yes, oh. I'm not part of that club. Uh, I don't have injured knees. I have a headache. Does that help? Can this I... is good. I like. We should start every episode by cataloguing our ailments. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> now that we are on the record, I would like to say that I'm sorry that I'm late. But happy belated birthday, uh, Laura! I thought that oh, the reason you wear you. a brag was that you were taking a birthday trip. Um, is it at least partially the reason? I'm, I'm pretending it's a bit of my birthday. It sort of had nothing to do with my birthday, but now that I'm here, I'm like, well, I may as well have another bowl of pasta. <laughs> <laughs> What's Wonderful. Prague like? It's like a fairy tale. Wow. It might be the nicest looking city I've ever been in. It's like a fairy tale fucking town. <laughs> From something? Um, yeah, what's it from? In Bruges. In Bruges. Oh. <laughs> what do you mean it's not his fucking thing? It's a fucking fairy tale town. How can that not be your fucking thing? <laughs> oh, I liked In Bruges. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's nice. Is that I've seen like pictures of it in the past, and it looked gorgeous. It is very nice. I'm sort of wasting my time here because I came here, wandered around, I had a beer. Everyone was drinking the same kind of beer. Yeah, so Yes, it was Pilsner. Um, and then that nice. made me feel like I needed to take a big nap. So I spent the afternoon napping. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and I'm oh, reading Miss Marple because I accidentally brought a Miss Marple book instead of a Poirot. And, oh, no. Uh, but it's great. I love Is it Miss set Marple. in Prague or oh, anything like that? Marple. No, it's set in Chipping Cleghorn. <laughs> wow, so, that's so, so good. Basically Prague. <laughs> <laughs> the Prague of uh, Southern England. I'm just searching Prague Agatha Christie. Uh, no, I'm not seeing anything. Mm. Oh, well. It's all allegorical, isn't it? <laughs> Maybe. All the stories happen everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Quantum mysteries. <laughs> Should we have a meeting? Yeah, I'm ready. Nice. All present and correct. All present, present. Anyway. And correct. Yes. Yes, I'm very good. (laughs) 
Fernando, you picked uh, Nosotros los Pobres. Indeed, I did. Um, Por qué? Was, why, why, well, <laughs> I thought it was going to be something different. And, oh. Uh, well, I thought it was choosing something similar to um, So Long My Son, uh, but then it wasn't. I don't know uh, what happened. Well, well yeah, maybe it was. Yeah, maybe it was, uh, except it was more like a a telenovela than <laughs> than, than a film, I guess. Or maybe it was both. It was, it was, yeah, it was both. It was a telenovela and a film combined. Um, yeah, I think it hit on a lot of the same, uh, a lot of the same themes. Mm-hmm. Mm. A slightly different way it was directed, that's for sure. <laughs> a little mm-hmm. less naturalistic, but did you enjoy it? <laughs> I I did yes I mean once I I understood what I was watching I was like well maybe I should just enjoy it for what it is and and yeah I I did I think I did yeah cool what did you think of did you like it I'm gonna go straight in and say I thought it was brilliant <gasps> um, oh I wow it was an excellent film I really liked it um, it was it was a, a touching and charming story uh, from an age of cinema that we f- that we may have lost and if we have it's a sad thing um, uh, an age of entertainment um, and joy in filmmaking um, and an age that seemed to remember the stage more than it remembered the fact that it was making a film i don't know i just i thought it was uh yeah wonderfully uncomplicated and uh what un oh i'm struggling for words <laughs> um it was uncynical beautifully uncynical and i liked it um okay yeah it was a really really nice film with some also with some great performances some great actors and and characters i really cared about despite the um maybe Overdramatic nature of it at times, <laughs> and that's what I think. And I will fight anyone who doesn't like it. What did you think, Laura? I don't think I liked it. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. That's not true. I did really enjoy the first half because uh, I thought it was going to be like another so long, my son. And then when they started singing, I was like, brilliant! This is yeah. great. I'm so <laughs> happy about this. Um, <laughs> Oh god, things took a turn though, and then it was difficult to watch. I was like, "This is like another gaslight where I'm just I'm starting to not enjoy it because I'm like, when is things? When is the, I just want it to end? When is things going to work out? Oh my god, everything's mm. gone from bad to worse. Old lady was beaten to death. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I was like, "Fucking hell!" I didn't expect it to go here. Yeah, they weren't messing um, around. Yeah, but now a couple of few days have passed. I, I look back on it more fondly. Like I do, I like I. I did enjoy myself, and I did. I got really wrapped up in the drama. Yeah, okay. too much so. Where I was like that fucking Pepe. I hate Pepe. Was it Pepe? Oh, you didn't like Pepe? Pepe? Pepe's the main the main, main character. character. No, I thought it was awful. Women love what? Pepe. What women love the, Pepe? The women and I it. loved Pepe. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, ought to bloody check yourself, Michael. He's a walking red flag. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, we're gonna have to. Have to have some discussion about that. Mm. Is that why he's called the bull? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there we are. What did you think, Claire? Uh, 
<laughs> I'm scared to say now because you might actually <laughs> fight me. Um, <laughs> you're, I'm in Prague. You're in the same house. <laughs> there are two closed doors between us. <laughs> um, just eyeing up the exit. Um, I I thought it was pretty good. Um, with hindsight, I'm liking it more. I thought it was all right. Um, with hindsight, it was a bit better, but mm. still not not amazing. So it went from mm. you know like on a on a clock face because Michael loves a clock face as a scale. Uh, yeah, it went from about three o'clock to about <laughs> two o'clock. Yeah, so it was good. Yeah, yeah, mm. thumbs up. How did you, what was your journey like when you were watching it? How did you feel when it started and progressed? <sighs> yeah, so I <laughs> I was mostly confused for the first half. Um, <laughs> I couldn't quite pinpoint the tone. I think the two drunk women helped settle mm. me into the. This is a Maybe not a farce, but there's definitely comedy going on yeah. here. Um, but then I felt cheated because I'd been like, oh, great, it's a comedy. And then it was just heartbreaking. Yeah. I was like, well, that's, as you say, that was a real <laughs> gaslight. It was like, a, we'll build you up and then we'll just smack you down. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, it was a journey watching it. I went through a lot of a lot of emotions. Uh, some of them directed towards the film mm. and how it was treating me. Um, Same, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I found yeah, I, I found the characters engaging despite their uh, melodrama, um, which was good because if you, yeah, I've I can get lost quite quickly if I don't engage with the characters. Um, and melodramatic characters tend to be difficult to engage with. So mm. um, they, they got away with that one somehow. Yeah. 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 Great. Good. Good. Fine. Excellent. In summary. How would you describe what happened? No, we're not doing this as a regular segment, but I do, like it was a, it was in a, Slowly unfolding sort of plot. Not the first hour yeah. was quite just set up in a good way. Yeah. Like we were just exploring the the characters' lives and dynamics. Yeah, and it was all set to just be young girl doesn't like women falling in love with her father. Yeah, comes to terms with it somehow. Everyone lives happily ever after. There was a real, you know, there was a real simple yeah out there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then. And they did so much more with it. Yeah, destroyed they, the guy's life. <laughs> it felt like they had sort of said to everyone, oh, yeah, come and watch a nice, fun family film like Annie Get Your Gun or whatever. And then suddenly they've been like, ah, got you sitting down. You've paid yeah. for a ticket. <laughs> now you're going to learn about the plight of the oppressed worker and you're going to actually think a bit about the way that we structure society and about how it affects people, and you, you're not allowed to look away. You've got to deal with this because this is important stuff. And we'll give you a few laughs along the way. We'll keep we'll we'll do our best to keep you along with it. But get, you know, settle down because this is 
this is going to be a hell of a film, is what they said. And I think that's great. I think they really delivered it in many ways. Um, it reminded me of Les Miserables, mm. uh, this whole idea that it, kind of at its core, it's a story about a few individuals and their relationships. There's someone falling in love. There's someone who's jealous as a sort of third wheel. There's a man who's trying to do his best by his daughter. Um, these yeah, stories of responsibility and um, love and care and these kinds of things and a couple of villains trying to get rich along the way. And at the same time, there's this huge background of just social injustice and you know, that the entire political system of a country is being unexpectedly brought into question by how these characters are are experiencing it. And I thought Les Miserables did that wonderfully. And I thought this this had a pretty solid crack at it as well. Um, as you said, it was just mm-hmm. so tragic what Pepe had to go through. And by extension, what Chachita and, um, and the grandma had to go through. Uh, and and Yolanda and <laughs> everybody had <laughs> had a rough time in this film, um, and it yeah, and I think the fact that we'd we'd spent some time just just getting into you know their love life and stuff made it all the more evocative when it was like this guy he's your best friend and this little girl that you want to you know you want to give her a hug and tell her everything's going to be okay. Well, mm-hmm. they're the ones who are being let down by. An, unjust, uh, an unjust system and uh, uh, an uncaring state. And, uh, yeah, I thought that did a, a really good job. Oh, God, you should write the marketing for this film. Well, I'm no, so- I couldn't, I couldn't say that in the marketing. The marketing just needs to be like, it'll be great fun. Come along, <laughs> bring all your family. Um, there'll be cute, good songs. There's a cute little girl. Do you think There's that's how they is marketing character. No, maybe like, not. It's literally called Les Miserables. <laughs> um, I do think it sort of did in the sense that it it was. I take it it was like a serial, like the Dickens novels, right? <clears> it was. It it hooks you in by making you care about the character, and you want to know what's going to happen to Jean Valjean mm. next. Is he going to escape from the convent or whatever? Um, and it's really only along the way that you that you see this whole great thing. Yeah, a good comparison. Yeah, I like that. Thank you. <laughs> Should we talk about the characters then? Why not? Unless, yeah, I don't know if I, there's. I think I, we should I, talk about the characters. Yeah, well, I think that yeah. I, I get what you're saying about the wider stage of society. I think I was too focused on the intimate family drama, and then just got angry at the side characters without thinking about the wider social, which is a terrible thing to admit. It's an anthropologist. I was just like, oh, <laughs> there's nothing going on there. Sure, they're just repossessing all of his furniture. I don't know, they're just throwing him in prison for forever. How is this going to affect individual relationship? That's a, that's a psychologist's attitude, Laura. That's... I'm in the wrong Girl. field. I think you could be forgiven for that because it's what the film was kind of focusing it on. Mm. It it didn't it didn't do the uh, mutiny on the bounty, now read this title card about how this is all about empire and uh (laughs) what you're supposed to take from this it just said this man is very sad this girl is very upset Mm. um yeah it showed every single thing that happened it showed the the toll that it took on real people and that was yeah yeah well done 
<laughs> well done. Do I get a star? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I think we need to get into the into Pepe's character, though. It sounds like there might right. be. But, Pepe uh, el but... Toro. <laughs> Pepe el Toro. Did yeah. we like him, Fernando? Did you like him? Yes, I was gonna start this um, episode by saying, "Who is Michael Young in the picture?" And I thought you were Pepe el Toro. Oh, please, let me be Pepe El Toro. <laughs> I don't think any of us were Pepe Del Toro. <laughs> wow. Okay, so what what was Pepe El Toro like? I, I liked him, Fernando liked him. Maybe, Laura, you could tell us what you thought of him? I thought that he was manipulative. He was manipulative. He had a, a short fuse. A oh, short fuse. He literally smacked his daughter in the face at one point. Yeah. Oh yes, he did. Yeah, he's. It was the most terribly flawed thing he did in the whole thing, and he never stopped being, uh, being terribly sorry for it. Right. Well, that's a classic abuser, isn't it? Uh, being facetious, <laughs> but yeah. but still, I never forgave him. Well, he, he did, that was a motif throughout the rest of the film, though, wasn't it? Because he punched the wall so hard. He had this sustained injury mm. as a constant reminder of the terrible yeah. thing he'd done. Exactly. Like a physical reminder of it. That we, we knew that he was plagued by it emotionally because we had this visual cue. Yeah. That's all well and good. Yep, but I don't forgive you. <laughs> as well you may not we shouldn't just be hitting little girls that we love no that's true um, what, can, can you remind me what was what was it Chachita was talking to him about when he did hit her because it was it was because she wouldn't let something go right yeah what was that, that again he killed her mother I think oh yeah oh yeah she was accusing him yeah ah uh-huh. And clearly, he and I agree that that's not a good enough reason to um, to smack her or to hit her in the face with his fist. Um, but it was a a moment of extremely high emotion for him, and he was, you know, terribly upset because when he'd kind of given everything to protect his sister, her real mother, to to be accused of something like that. Knowing that he'd been accused of this for years, um, there'd been this rumor going around about him. To to hear that from his own daughter, for whom he was doing everything, um, must have must have taken its toll and must have been upsetting for him. And we only found out later just just why it was so upsetting. Um, yeah, mm, I understand that. I I just feel like <clears throat> most of his actions were deeply flawed. Okay, let's talk about that. What what was he doing? Okay, so I understand the need to protect your child. You know, you don't want to reveal that you're not a real father, that, you know, yeah. her, his sister, you know, whatever. But she was so distraught when she went to her mother's grave and then found out that it wasn't actually a mother's grave, it was just a random person's grave and come back and pleading for an <laughs> explanation. Do something better than being like, fuck off, I'll tell you later. Go away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. bad way to deal with it, first of all. So I thought he was continually quite rude to Chichita and dismissive yeah. of her, um, which made her incredibly still upset. And the fact that he was carrying on 
Well, I suppose he wasn't really carrying on with multiple women, but, you know, he wasn't turning them no. away either, was he? I think he was turning them away. Well, he was letting... Who was her friend? Was it... Who's Yolanda and who's Celia? Uh, Celia, Celia was his girlfriend. Celia was his girlfriend. Who's who lived the across woman? the hall. Yolanda was his sister. Oh, Yolanda, of course, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, who was, was Celia's friend? Yeah. Oh, Celia's friend, the the very... Uh, what's a good word for her? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think they gave her a word, didn't they? She was very glamorous, wasn't she? <laughs> she oh, yeah, what... <laughs> I think was, they might have literally called it like, like a tramp or something. Or something yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't remember now. Yeah. I just remember her showering with him with kisses. Um and yeah. him being he wasn't, you know, indulgent, but he certainly wasn't wasn't refusing her in a physical way. I thought anyway. Was it that, La Tostada? Who was La Tostada? Oh, I see La Tostada. What oh what's one of the, the two drunken women, I think. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh not her. <laughs> Uh, anyway, yeah, he anyway. he may be, but he was he was a he was a gentle soul on the whole. He didn't want to upset anyone. When he was on the phone, he was like, "No, just just get up, come on, go go away." Um, and he he never returned their their affections. He didn't kiss these other girls. Well, he was on the phone to his sister, which is another bone I have to pick with him. Like, what a just you're such a dick. She's clearly she's sorry. You know, he's just cold yeah, shouldering her the entire sorry. film. I felt sorry for Yolanda. Yeah, now why like, was it that he was upset with her? He blamed her for their mother's condition. Oh, yeah, which we never quite understood <laughs> why, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, was it mm. because she had become pregnant and had left or something? Yeah, I can't remember either. I th- yeah, probably it was that that she had an affair with that man, that wealthy man, and then she left. Never let him know that she was pregnant and had Chita on her own, but then abandoned yeah. her. I see. Mm. So yeah, I think he should uh, he should look after his sister, but you can again. It, it's it's because he has such a you know, a strong moral compass, right? He he feels firmly <laughs> that that he, people should do the right thing, and that's why he was upset with his sister. That's not a good mo- in which a world in which no redemption exists. Yeah, you, you so maybe one, this was wasn't a... even a, I wouldn't even blame you, Land. But I mean, I guess it's we're all seeing this through our own perspectives. But I don't think she did anything wrong. Maybe this was a flaw of him, right? That he well, was unwilling to forgive. This is what I'm talking about. It's another um, fact, flaw. It was Rack, just the same. It, up. <laughs> it, was, it was just the same with uh, with Celia um, when she kept on insisting, "Tell me, tell me who that woman is. Tell me who that woman is." Exactly. And, and he said, "I'll tell you if you ask me once more, but I will never forgive you for not trusting me." And she goes ahead and asks him anyway, and he yeah has this this way of of saying yeah i won't forgive you for that ever um and i think yolanda and celia even talk later don't they and Mm -hmm. yolanda says my brother doesn't forgive easily once once he's taken against someone he he never forgets it and i think that's why that that's the reason he has the same thing he doesn't forgive himself after he strikes chashita that that way that Mm -hmm. he just punches the wall and just wrecks his hands blood everywhere um like and I think never really forgives himself for that. 
But this that? changes by the end, sorry. I was just saying that that's what Michael's knee looks like now. <laughs> yeah, it looks pretty bad, doesn't it? Maybe not quite so much blood as all that. But Do you yeah, just was... need a child in the face or something? <laughs> oh, yeah, I had not. <laughs> I was telling Fernando I fell over earlier in the garden and it hurt. No, he's got a skint knee. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so I, I think by the end he's grown enough that he does forgive. Um, he finally does forgive Yolanda, albeit while she's on her deathbed. He forgives Celia, gets back together with her. And I think he does forgive himself in the end. Um, and I think we see him him growing in that way. So he's a flawed main character, but I think we have to, have to see him as a, a protagonist who's basically wants human. to do the right thing. Well... Oh. But yeah, he's human at the same time. Yeah. I know in, you, you said before you like your villains good. villainous and your yes. your heroes heroic. But... <laughs> I'm a simple woman. I mean, <laughs> don't give me complexity for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Life's hard enough. It's hard enough. Watching films is hard enough. Clearly, um, I really did. Yeah, I really didn't like when he said to Celia, "Don't ask me this," because that is just that's a being a bad partner. Like, she's just seen you. Another woman's, like, kissing you all over your face and clinging to you. And everyone talks about the fact that you're a Casanova who gets it off all the time. Like, yeah. Forgive, yeah, I just don't. I think that's very gaslighty and that made me uncomfortable. Made me uncomfortable. You think it's gaslighty? Refusing to answer a question? Yeah, because it's making her seem like she's... It makes her feel like she's imagining things when she's seeing things with her own eyes. Yeah. He's asking for a leap of. I mean, not maybe not quite gaslighting. That's the wrong word. But but, but you, you know, it's making it's still manipulative. I think it's very manipulative. You've got mm. to see it from his point of view, though, right? He he is resolved to keep Yolanda a secret, and never nobody must know. And at the same time, he knows that what he's doing is right. All he can do in order to keep both of those things true is to ask Celia to trust him. And if he's decided that he can't possibly... And in the end, he doesn't lie to her even once about what the situation is. All he says is, please trust me, I have a secret that I, I can't tell you. Um, stop. And I, I think he's... Yeah, maybe we could say he's uh, too relentless with his uh, lack of forgiveness towards her. But he... I don't think he's manipulating her. He's doing the only thing he can uh, under his moral compass. I don't think the film thinks he's manipulating her. I think it just, I can read it that way through, you know, a modern relationship dynamic. Maybe I'm too like Pepe. I don't (laughs) forgive. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But but what what should he have said? That's my sister. Let's keep keep it on the DL, shall we? Yeah, so... In other words, he, he would have had to reveal this to more people. He would have had to, to give away this secret. I mean, but, the fact um, that, he was his, that she was his sister wasn't the secret. I think it was. Yeah, he didn't want anyone to know that. I think he didn't want anyone to know he had a sister. Certainly didn't want to know anything about that because that was one step closer to uh, to Chachita finding out, which mm. from his point of view couldn't happen because he was trying to protect her. Um he should have moved mm. to another city. Yeah. <laughs> he should have moved well, to another country. <laughs> he could have taken Penelope. 
Penocho? Penocho? Springcart? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> El Pinocho. El I liked Pinocho. him. He cannot tell a lie. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm saying Pepe El Toro, um, un- uncompromising, uh, moral character who I I found it very hard to dislike. Wow. We read that completely differently. Hmm. Hmm. I think I would like to say, I guess, for the record, that I'm with Lauren. This I also felt uncomfortable when he was asking for um, unwavering trust. I was like, well, mm-hmm. maybe you should, mm. maybe you should explain a little bit more. Uh, I, I, yeah. Once now, now that you've explained that maybe he had a secret and that he that we should see the situation on as in. On, listen, we, we we should understand him. I guess I can understand him a little bit more, hmm. but I still thought that was at least a little bit mean of him hmm. to ask for so much blind trust. Yeah, yeah, but that's what I, I I think it it has to come back to he didn't have any other choice except to to you know betray the secret that he was keeping for at least what he saw as a very good reason. Um, but I think he's shown yes, a lack of trust in her by not revealing the secret to her. He's asking for trust that he's not showing. Mm. I think if yeah. you're going to have that sort of close, intimate relationships with someone, you have to be willing to share secrets that are only yours if you want mm. them to trust you. I think that's so. an excellent point. Yes. But at the same time, he wasn't asking anything of her. He was saying, "This is, this is what I can say. This is all I'm going to say." He wasn't saying, um, "You know, you have to marry me and live with me forever or whatever." He's just saying, "All I can do is ask you to trust me." Um, well, that's asking something of someone. Okay, I think if we look at it in context, so. he's just seen what she believes is him. He's a woman all over him. Yeah. But his mm. his situation was that if she didn't believe him, that was just she was just going to have to not believe him. I think he was ready to lose Celia over that. Clearly he was because she demanded to know who who that bitch was. <laughs> um, and and he finished with her. Um I I think he it seems to me that he would rather lose his his precious Choriada, um, <laughs> than betray his sister, uh, and I, I don't I don't think that's the decision I would take. But I I think it's hard to hard to see him as a, a bad guy for that. But I can see your. I I think when I was watching it to start with, I did kind of think he was a bit of a bad guy mm. because I I did kind of think. What I my guess was that y- Yolanda was Chachita's mother, but that he was also the father. I I wouldn't have guessed that that was his sister, um, and so I I thought this was like a, an affair or something from his past that he was carrying on, and I could see why Celia would think the same. Um, but yeah, I think he he was vindicated by the story, and I loved him for it. <laughs> Plus that moustache and his little <laughs> smiling face, he was. And he was so handsome, and 
Maybe this is, this is what it comes down to. I didn't find him attractive, so I can't forgive any of his flaws. <laughs> <laughs> they should they should have cast Michael Fassbender. That would have... <laughs> oh, they should have. Yeah. Or Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling would have done it well. Mm. <laughs> um, I want to talk about uh, Chachita. Oh, me too. <laughs> Who for me was the the best character and the best actor in the film. Whoa. Even more than Pepe El Toro. <laughs> Even more than Pepe El Toro. Who I thought they were wow. a brilliant pair. <laughs> even more than some... La Tostada. <laughs> <laughs> even even more than La Tostada. Uh, and even more than <laughs> who, who I think we were talking about. Uh, La Que se levanta tarde. Which I mm. think Bless means you. the the one who rises late, I guess. Mm, meaning wakes up late, yes. The one who uh, spends all night up oh, with yeah. uh, gentleman friends. Ah, um, the wench. who I think was Celia's <laughs> friend. I liked her. She was my favorite. Ah, oh, he didn't like her. I did like she her. She was manipulative. No, she was a. She was just. She was a hustler. <laughs> She she certainly was a hustler. She was she was constantly trying to talk talk Celia out of being with Pepe to try well, and get her for him for herself. Nah, she saw that he wasn't he wasn't good enough for Celia. She oh, had such come a low on. she had low self esteem herself, so she was like, "Yeah, I'll, this guy's fine for me because he's a dick." You'll say anything. I'm not saying it. This is my what true a, opinion. What a remarkable. <laughs> interpretation of what we saw in that film she was like the the countess in the sound of music did you no. think she was like the the hero <laughs> she was very beautiful she was trying to talk talk celia out of being a relationship with pepe and it was not because celia was such a good friend I that she didn't want her with this scoundrel because she was very clearly after pepe herself yes well she's you know she- She's a woman of... So clearly she doesn't think Pepe's such a bad bloke. Well, that's all about your your own, how you view yourself, isn't it? Is it? You might, you might take things for yourself that you think are not good for your friends. Yeah. I'm sticking to this. This is, this is how I felt during... <laughs> <laughs> You've got your heroes and villains mixed up. Wow. One of us has. <laughs> <laughs> Well, leaving her aside, anyway, we have okay, um, Chachita. Do you like Chachita? Uh, I did. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Claire, Chachita? Yeah, she was great. I okay. just wanted to give her a big hug and yeah. just make everything yeah. okay. Me too. That was my she main was so... overriding emotion through the whole film, was just wanting to give Chachita a hug and tell her mm. everything was going to be all right. <laughs> what did you think, Fernando? She was okay. She was constantly overreacting and she was I, being mm. unnecessarily mean to everyone. Mm. I sort of felt that by the end. Yeah. Or not by but the we, end. Ha- she, we have to yeah. be more willing to forgive because she's a child, right? Mm. Um, awesome. Children mm. have trouble with their emotions. It, they can't sit down the same way we can and say, right, let's think about this logically. Let's think about this from someone else's point of view. And for a child of her age... She was remarkably responsible and selfless, I'm going to say. What age do we think she was? I think they said, didn't they? Was she 14, 13? 
I can't remember now. I'd have said around that, sort of 12, 13. Yeah. It's always difficult to tell because, yeah, I think she looked a lot older. Hmm. How old do you think she looked? Oh, I think she looked like a 20-year-old. Really? Like a short 20-year-old. Wow. No. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I can tell you that when the film came out, Evita Munoz Chachita was uh, 12. No way. Wow. When I, it came yeah, out. I would have said she was 12. Apart from anything, she was so short. <gasps> well, yeah, that was the only thing that made me think she was young. Um, I... I thought she had a very young face. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Wait, she was 12? She was 12 when the film came out, so maybe, I don't know, 11 when they were filming it. Maybe it was just how she was made mm. up or something. Mm. I don't know. That she is died so young. in twenty sixteen. Did she? Yeah. Oh wow. That's so reason. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that the year everyone died? It <laughs> was. Yes, so. oh. Man. Um were, were any of these famous actors, Fernando? Yes, so I guess one of the reasons this film came to my mind uh, in the first place is because this is one of the uh, most famous, well, it's certainly one of the famous films and classic famous films, uh, classic Mexican famous films. And yeah. in fact, Bebel Toro, I believe he is better known for being a singer. So oh. yeah, he's more remembered for being a singer. Uh, than an actor. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, they clearly put put him into a few situations where he had to sing, right? Hmm. <laughs> At some point I thought songs. we were watching High School Musical of the Past. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was the High School Musical of its time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, to Chicha. So I also thought, like in the beginning, I was like, wow, this girl can act. My God, this is some of the best child acting ever. Yeah. And then over the course of maybe the two hours, I was like, okay, bit one note. <laughs> yeah, she had the one. <laughs> really, right. yeah, really keeping it at this level. I don't know how she's managing. I mean, it must take a fantastic <laughs> amount of energy to yeah. to sob like that for, for presumably weeks on end. She must have <laughs> such bad yeah. headaches. Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe she just did all of them first take, just nailed yeah. it. <laughs> Oh. But she was very cute, and I, and yeah. I liked her. Um, yeah, she's sweet. She was mean to people at the time, but I guess you're right. She's a child, and we can forgive. Yeah. Also, I don't know. Like, I'm sure I don't know how good the subtitles were. She was very. Some of it was very. I don't know. I just didn't expect her to be like, "You're not my friend, you bitch." Yes, <laughs> some of what she was saying was was quite strong for for mm-hmm. a child that age. Yes. What what did you think of the language, Fernando? Was she was she very rude? Um, I can't remember specifics about the words she said, but I thought she was rude. Um, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah, not just us losing something in translation. We've hmm. we've picked up on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, she was lovely. And she did. She did smile here and there, and she had a winning smile as well. She did have a winning smile. Um, and I was just so happy when they're a happy family at the end, despite everything. 
Yeah. Um, it was a hard journey to get there. Certainly. Yeah. And it was really a bittersweet ending, wasn't it? Mm. Um, I was reminded of the of a Shakespearean tragedy or a Greek tragedy with with these sort of multiple devastating deaths mm. at the end. And yet it had this pleasing note that, yeah, it, we'd lost two characters that we loved and it was so cruel the way they'd been taken away. But also she had a family now and finally she had a she had her mother's grave to cry on, which in a way was oh. was all she'd hoped for. Uh I thought that was quite beautiful. It was very poignant. Yeah. I didn't quite forget until right until sort of today I didn't really forgive the film for taking us on that route. <laughs> oh. Were you the Take same, it. Claire? Yeah, absolutely. I'm still quite bitter about it. Just the, the <laughs> devastating stuff with the prison and getting all yeah. their stuff stolen. And and that's coming from me. I love a bit of heartbreak. Like, yeah. that's, I just don't like being tricked into it. Yeah, they really hammed it up, didn't they? I mean, the, mm. they, the repossessors tipping the grandmother out of her wheelchair so they could yeah. get the chair. <laughs> that's yeah. a tough one. Bloody hell, what the hell is going to happen? <laughs> what kind of world do we live in? Unfortunately, <laughs> we know that people's cruelty can be almost infinite, can't it? Yeah, I suppose it's, you know... Mm. it's a... And then people still do it, don't they? And they watch, like, repossession live or oh, whatever I know. on How ITV. Awful. Yeah, Just yeah. like the mm. poverty porn. It's Yeah, it's gross. People mm. take weird pleasure in it. Yeah. Horrible. Shall we talk then about the? We're, we're talking about how they're. Uh, I'm, I'm linking to the next thing I want to talk about. Listen to this. Um, <laughs> Are you doing a segue? I'm doing a segue. A really tasteful, <laughs> seamless segue. Um, now that we're talk, now that we're talking about how uh, a lot of this is kind of now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm on the segue. <laughs> we, we've been talking about how they how there were a lot of really, yeah, hammed up, turned up to 11, disasters and bits of acting. Um, and that makes me want to to talk about... Yeah, Fernando used the word telenovela at the start there, which is a, a word I've heard a couple of times, which I think I, I get. Can you tell us what a telenovela is, Fernando? Uh, well, I think... I think the literal meaning of the word is just a novel that is told in the form of a TV series. So mm. um, presumably all series on Netflix would technically be telenovelas. But the reason I use that word is because I've heard that word used, I guess, in English, but specifically that word untranslated uh, to mean like Mexican series. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, it has connotations of sort of daytime soaps. Yeah, which mm. are, I think are quite often Mexican in the USA, aren't they? Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of Mexican soap operas on. Which, so I guess they're telenovelas, and and they have a reputation for this kind of setup, right? A, a family, you know, stage like performances and big emotions, big. Yeah, melodramatic performances, right? Mm. Mm. Yes. Mm. 
yeah, I think it was I think it was a good word to describe. Yeah. The 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 feeling of this film. Yeah. Um <laughs> yeah, it was rather melodramatic. That'd be a one of my defining adjectives. <laughs> Sorry, one of your defining adjectives. What did you say? Yes, for the for the, if I was describing this film, if I had to pick an adjective. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, not one of Laura's one of defining, your defining adjectives. Oh. No, one of your own defining adjectives for the film. For yeah. the film, I and also in that. life. I know. What the fuck, <laughs> <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, is it worth saying that the word melodramatic comes from melodramas, right? Was this a melodrama? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like a sort of Victorian theatrical performance that, that had these kinds of things, right? Big disasters mm-hmm. happening to people's lives and people you know, sobbing hysterically on the set, uh, which I think was a, a theatrical tradition that maybe made its way to the screen just a little bit. And maybe this was a good example of that. I don't really know enough about it, though. Does anyone know more about melodrama? Not really. What's vaudeville? Oh, vaudeville. Is that like the opposite, or is that this? Then that's no, I... a genre of theatre, isn't it? Like an 1800s kind of... Yeah. Isn't is that, that like a variety of... show, vaudeville? That's what I was going to suggest. I think that makes it correct. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> well, if we both agree. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, what a wonderful word. I don't know what it means. Vaudeville, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so there'd be like so, music hall performances, right? Ah, Just okay, little right, right. songs and um, and then we'd have a bit of dancing and then there'll be maybe a scene from a play and then we'll have another song. And, I just um, imagine men in top hats coming downstairs when I think vaudeville. of vaudeville. <laughs> yeah, okay. Is that a word yeah, of French I origin? Yeah. It must gotta be. be. Mm. Maybe I'm getting it mixed up with maudlin. God, I'm not good at my words. Oh, oh, maudlin, which means uh, moody, right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know words. That's what we're. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so we we all love to cheat. It went from a vaudeville good. to a maudlinville. <laughs> 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 Um, Maudville, more like Maudlinville. <laughs> Thank you. That was better. Um... <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> anyway, I'm glad we all agreed on a character that we like, even if we're still split on Pepe. Yes. Um, c- can we agree on Don Pilar? Who would... oh, oh, was that the bad guy? The hunk. Uh, I think Don Pilar was the... The the hunky man who was very rich oh. and oh, really? who was Don Pilar not Celia's stepdad? Yeah, I thought oh, it was Celia's dad. That's oh yeah, he wasn't great either. He's the one that stole the money. He's a... he caused it all. <laughs> oh yeah, that was him. Yeah, good villain. Yeah, hell of Un- a villain. That, that was who you needed. Yeah, no yeah. no questions there. <laughs> um, completely dreadful start to finish. Yeah, um, which. I, as we said before, I quite like a, a complicated villain. Um, I guess we have a little complication with him, which is that he was uh, he was facing all the same pressures that they were. He was poor, just the same, yeah. and he was doing what he needed to to get by. Um, 
but he was doing it with a certain relish that made it hard to hard to forgive him. Mm. Um, he, was he was a he was a nasty tormented. man. Yeah, that was, that was good. Oh yeah, <laughs> that his his madness with uh, seeing the grandma staring at him was mm. uh, was quite something. Reminded me of um, the Telltale Heart. Mm. Just him driven mad by this accusing uh, evidence oh, of his crime. You're all about the 19th century classics, aren't you? Today, <laughs> wow! Just it's hard to when you've uh, when you're as familiar with uh, the greats as I am. It's, uh, it's hard to turn it off, Claire. Why don't you tell us about Moby Dick, Michael? Well, <laughs> let, let me tell reading. you all about Moby Dick. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to say this was not really a film that applies to Hold Moby on, Dick, it's, right? It's, we're clearly, we're, oh, is it time? It's time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. Such a lovely sound. Uh, so we've done that in preparation for me saying, I don't think this was related to Moby Dick. That was a symbol I did not find. You are not trying hard enough. Apparently, <laughs> all the time I was watching the film, I thought of Moby Dick. I couldn't think of anything else. <laughs> Apart from oh, don't Jesus. talk us through it, Fernando. <laughs> <laughs> I've not even read Moby Dick. I don't know. <laughs> no, anything none about. of us have. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's called the bull, which is a big animal. Nice. Like Moby Dick's a whale. Yeah, she's a big animal. So he's and... Moby Dick. I guess Captain that Ahab must be Celia. Yolanda. Oh, or Celia, yeah. Yeah, they were pursuing him with an intensity of... Mm-hmm. Of, uh, so Ahab. Works if, if Captain Ahab was in love with the whale, which I think is a very valid interpretation. Can we just make a pact that like none of us will ever read Moby Dick? <laughs> I think we can say that fairly confidently that I'm not going to. I was tempted to. I needed a new book. I was tempted to. It. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think you're if right. If we do, we all have to. Yeah, oh. okay. Maybe that's what I'll pick for my next film. The book Moby Dick. Well, Del Toro. Bibby is definitely Jesus. I mean, there's no, no ways around that. Mm. He's you sacrificing think? his happiness to try and protect Chichita. Yeah, he takes everything on himself. He's wrongly persecuted, thrown in prison, beaten, nearly killed, and only at the very end of everything is he finally shown to be right. I think the wealthy lawyer's Jesus. <laughs> No, I'm taking the piss. Uh, but that makes if Pepe's Jesus, then his then Celia's friend is Mary Magdalene. Oh yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, nice. Yeah, and he he shows kindness to her, doesn't she? Mm. Doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Doesn't tell her to get the fuck out of here. He just <laughs> yeah tolerates her. That's what Chichita would have said, though. Yeah, but literally. Yeah. <laughs> uh. And he's a carpenter. Oh, oh my god, my he god. is a carpenter. How did we miss that until this? Oh, is this deliberate? Is this an actual one? 
I don't think so. Um, no. I think there are just carpenters in the world. people are just carpenters. <laughs> carpenters must be so sick of the Jesus analogies. <laughs> yeah. I just want to cut wood, man. <laughs> that's their cross to bear, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really happy with that. Yeah, that's very good. Um, I wasn't really keeping it. It's difficult to keep an eye out for symbolism when it's quite so, when the drama's so high. Mm. You know, you sort of miss what's going on in the background, objects that might come into focus. Mm. I feel like the, the hand wound might be a, a That was a good motif. one. Yeah, we, we did a bit of um, symbolism um, on that. I think yeah, it's a symbol of his, his guilt, wasn't it? Yeah, mm. and his regret, like the pain he was experiencing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that was good. Is there something in <laughs> the paralytic <laughs> in her paralysis? And is that a social commentary, maybe? Ooh. Like, should, they can't move in the world. They can't move up in life. Um, oh. She sees this crime being committed against her, but she's helpless can't to do anything about stop it. it. Yeah. Nice. Well, that's is good. Is that symbolic of the poor seeing themselves being... Oh, Rob. that's great. Yeah, that's right. Mm. That's the best one we've had for years. <laughs> <laughs> you pick one well, thing, you see it represents plants? a film. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the best one since Laura said that the plants are dicks. <laughs> In mutiny on the bounty. Thank you, jeez. <laughs> what, okay, so her mother's grave—the fact that it was not that it was a sham—was kind of a symbol for their for the mm-hmm. sham life that they were leading. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's when it all something... started breaking down, didn't it? Mm. Yeah, and that was revealed. Yeah, the facade it was, was just a, a lie that was materially mm. present in the wrong mm-hmm. grave. Yeah. Do you do much on the Day of the Dead, Fernando? Is that a big thing in uh, Mexico still? That is certainly a big thing in Mexico. I don't do much of it because I don't like religious things. People tend not to think yeah. of it as a religious day, but it is a religious day. Um, yeah. mm. So um, I don't particularly like it, but many people here in Mexico do like it a lot. Yeah, okay. And it, it's k- kind of a, a Christian tradition, right? Or, or at least it's compatible yes. with Christian traditions. Mm. Yeah. Well, yes. I don't think I know everything about it, but I, I do believe it has to do with All Saints Day. Uh, oh. I don't oh, even yeah. know what that is. Um, but what did people do in All Saints? Well, in, here in the Day of Dead, well, they go to the cemetery and they clean the grave and they adorn it with flowers and they light candles and they also have like yep. a mini altar at their house which uh, on they put pictures and food and that's what they do yeah okay mm. cool yeah, that was an interesting backdrop. Oh, go on, sorry, mm. Fernando. Now, I'm not sure if they pray, but they probably do pray. Mm. Mm. That was the last thing I was going to say. 
yeah, or they okay. get taken along on a magical adventure to the world, the world of the dead, <laughs> where they learn <laughs> the that magic guitar. <laughs> yes, with the magic guitar, their possible father is actually a sham figure who murdered your actual father. <laughs> Fernando about- didn't like Coco. I did not like Coco. Yeah, I loved Coco. Will there be a Coco part two? I wonder. Oh, probably. No. In twenty years, they'll do a CGI version of it. <laughs> <laughs> you mean live action? Yeah, maybe we'll swung all the way round. They'll be making crappy live action versions of all the beloved CGI Disney films. <laughs> Um, uh, anyway, that's that's cool. Um, Chachita um, had this real connection to all the saints, didn't she? Oh yes. Was that? Oh, yes, she did. Maybe because she didn't have a mother. Was it because she was looking around for someone else for guidance? I think she was just a good Christian. Maybe that. Yeah, I think she was just more religious. Yeah, than, yeah, she she was religious. Yeah, which I think was a, another. For for the filmmakers, that was a reason we were meant to like her, right? That she was devout and she was a good girl, and she, yeah, respected all the saints and stuff. It's it's nice. Very I like the, Yeah, mm. yeah, that's right. Uh, have you guys heard of this saint that you're supposed to ask for the opposite of what you want? No, but I like that. <laughs> that's, that's kind of cool. I wonder if that's real. <laughs> yeah, I know very little about any religious practice. Yeah, okay. Mm. It's an interesting thing. They um they say a lot of the, the whole thing with different saints that you ask for whatever is in many ways the same as a, a polytheistic religion with mm. many, many gods that you pray to for different things. Um it's just yeah, only subtly that. different in a way if you think about it. Yeah. I think in my third year anthropology tutorial, they told us that's why Christianity was so successful in South America. But the woman who told us that was very white and very Christian. So <laughs> slightly I guess biased. she was just talking shit then. <laughs> yes, I guess so. But, you, know, it's, you know, it's very easy to accept Christianity when you've got a polytheistic religion anyway, which which the Incas right. had in, the, in uh, Peru. Yeah, I... I'm sorry, I think I'm, I'm going to be... Not, that has nothing to do with Mexico, so I don't know why I brought that up. Um, well, it'd be hard to say it had would. nothing to do with Mexico. Mm. Um, was that Fernando? When, when, um, would it be Christianity itself or Catholicism, which encourages you to believe in the saints and... Or Catholicism. Things of the like, because there are, there are, there are, there are certain, I'm going to say, sex branches of Christianity that encourage you to not believe in the saints and only mm. worship God. Yeah, just about every Protestant denomination uh, d- d- does not really revere saints. Um, yeah, I think it's mostly a, a Roman Catholic and Orthodox tradition, um, mm. which I guess is just about every Christian up until 1400 or so. Uh, but yeah, there wouldn't be... Wouldn't really, uh, Many Anglicans with uh, 15 different saints around their walls praying to them all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's an interesting thought, though, um, that it it may have been, yeah, it may have fit in better in countries that 
they were trying to convert from polytheistic religions. Uh, we know this this went back to uh, there was a lot of this in the Roman Empire, right? If they were trying to conquer somewhere, trying to get the local people to to start doing things the Roman way, they would identify all of their gods and and decide which Roman gods those mm. were, um, and just say, "Oh, yeah, actually, we we have that one as well. We just call it this instead," <laughs> and would and take on a bit of. Um, yeah, a bit of the way that the people there were were worshiping whoever, but try and give it a Roman flavor. That's oh, I wonder if it's a similar kind of thing. Those tricksy Romans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't really know about about South America though, and and Mexico. Um, was was there much of a a sort of process of integrating with the pe- with the pre-Columbian people, or was it more of a kind of wipe them out and? Mm. <laughs> I mean, perhaps I should know this better, given that I'm reading a book uh, about it. Uh, mm, Maybe when I you get to the was, end, you'll find out. Uh, I think it was more or less both. Well, it depended on who was trying to okay. teach. Um, um, what did say that it was? Was it is Jesuit a word? I think it was the Jesuits who were trying to yeah. teach. Uh, kindly the natives their new religion um yeah. and they were trying to incorporate certain aspects of the indigenous religions with christianity okay. um but it was the other ones i guess the catholics who were a little bit more aggressive um, oh, the Jesuits were not Catholics. Oh, the Jesuits are not Catholic. Are Catholic or uh, not no, Catholic? I'm, I just don't. I'm know. asking. I I thought uh, they were, but mm, oh, I don't know who the Jesuits are. Um, okay, mm, but anyway, you you say that many of the Catholics were were more about just sort of conquering and wiping out, whereas the Jesuits were about trying to integrate and trying to influence. I think mean? it's also a little bit confusing because so many people died of disease that mm. Mm, it's, a, it's a, mm, that I'm not sure if it was all violence. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So, mm-hmm. well, this is what I'm thinking about in the in what became the United States. Um, just mm-hmm. what something like ninety ninety five percent of the indigenous population died of diseases and another dreadful things and there wasn't really much of a population left to try and integrate with right um but maybe it was a little different further south hmm. no i mean and well, at least in mexico also i, I there, there is listen, not many people agree on how on what what percentage of the population died of disease but some people believe hmm. that as much as 90 percent of the population died of disease right um, so I wonder for the people that are left, could it be said that they were forced into believing something else or there were so few that it was much easier to adopt a new belief system? Yeah. Yeah. Were, were they quickly outnumbered by European settlers maybe? Maybe they were, except why are there mm. so many 
indigenous people still. Why? Well, I, I don't know. Let's <laughs> 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 Yeah, we don't have to know everything, do we? Um, anyway, interesting <laughs> idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I get. I could dredge up some third year anthropology stuff on Peru if you want, but I don't think that would be very relevant. Yes, yes, I think uh, I would be interested to know. <laughs> right, an hour seven. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, we could just have a little seminar next episode, next meeting. Yeah, based on what I remember from where, how many yeah. years ago was that? Yeah, yeah. you're not allowed to we- look at notes. We can all go away and read about it and we'll come back and have a nice discussion. <laughs> okay. There was some guy called Atahualpa, that's what I remember. Probably not pronouncing that right, but Atahualpa. That was even worse. I think, that's... <laughs> I think we should stop this now. The key with pronunciations you're not sure of is just to say it once confidently and most people won't know the difference and people who do will think, ah, fine. I feel like I did that once and then I tried to do it in the accent but lost confidence halfway through and then realised I was being <laughs> offensive so oh, no. I like to end this. <laughs> no, you just got to commit. Uh, I think he was beheaded anyway. Oh man. Let's talk about this later. Anything yeah, else on cool. the film? Who else is there we... I have no uh, more thoughts on the film. The last person I want to talk about actually is two people uh, which were the two ladies ah. who like to drink. I love yeah. them. Who, yeah, I thought they were a, a really interesting little addition. Um, what you liked them, Laura? Yeah. Yeah, Claire. Yeah, I liked them. Yeah, Fernando, did you like the the two? I the two drunk ended ladies? up liking them, um, but I did not like yeah. them at first. Do you know okay. I was the same? I wasn't taking it first, but I ended up liking. They grew them. on me. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were quite sweet. Maybe yeah. a bit stereotypical, but I feel like they. Were just bumbling along, like they were. They were yeah. quite in a, you know, they were. They weren't harmful. Yeah, that's I mean, they right. did a bit of harm, but not really, not <laughs> on purpose. Hardly. Yeah. Yeah, mostly just doing what, doing them, weren't they? And but at the same time, I thought they were slightly tragic figures. Yeah. Um, there was this feeling again. Once, once we'd begun to zoom out and we'd begun to think of the poor and the the whole. Yeah, wider social story of this film. I couldn't help but feel a bit sorry for them that they were kind of just wasting their lives mm. and would never really be able to get out of it, probably, and that they were just terribly confused most of the time. Um, a bit like waiting for Godot. <laughs> can, can I just throw one more in there? <laughs> throw in one, one other classic work of literature that I haven't read. It's a bit well, like I a murder is announced by Agatha Christie. <laughs> it reminded me of uh, the sort of seventh volume of War and Peace. <laughs> 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 if you cast your minds back. <laughs> um, yeah, so I just wanted to say that about them because I, yeah, but overall they, they were they were fun and they were at times a, a much needed uh, bit of comic relief. But um, yeah, they didn't completely escape from the message of the film. Yeah, no, I think that's a good way of putting it. Uh, putting it. Yeah, I think thanks. they also they just show that you know substance use is a way of engaging with life. Certain, yeah. I've really lost. I've lost it. That's, I felt like I had to say something about <laughs> drinking. <laughs> but I do think it's. I mean, that is that's that's the way I would put it. It's a it's a means of engaging with the world. That's what I was saying, and yeah, tem- okay. tempering the harshness of 
extreme poverty. Basically what that. you just said, but I've decided to say it again. <laughs> no, I didn't say I tempering the harshness of extreme <laughs> poverty. I'd love to have said that. What was that, Claire? I was just saying how much I agree with what you said and only you. Thank you. Yeah. Yep. I think she was talking to me, Laura. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Prove it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, I don't have any other thoughts on the film. Nor I. Except film. that it was great, and I'm really glad we watched yeah, it. Yeah, it was a good film. Yeah, oh, we got you. <laughs> well, on the topic of substance abuse, um, I do not like that the villain was a villain, and at the same time, he was smoking cannabis. Um, because I think that once again, uh, that, um, criminalizes the user. Yeah. Um, oh. who was smoking cannabis? I think, well, as in you reminded me that, uh, maybe that's Don his Pilar, name. Don Pilar, the next door neighbor. Um, yes. I don't either, but that's a good point. I think about, you know, we associate drug use with, uh, villainy. Yeah. Which is very stigmatizing. But alcohol is just comic relief from life. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was he maybe smoking cannabis to to lead uh, as a plot point to lead on to his uh, his paranoia? Ooh, it was. You're not. Mm. It's not paranoia if they're out to get you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, maybe it was. It's just that I disagree that they use the cannabis to um, enhance their plot. Yeah, okay. Yes. Fair enough. What was the status of cannabis in Mexico at that time? Was it illegal? Yes, it is was it legal illegal now? It, it, it's a little bit confusing. I think it is legal now. Uh, okay. I believe it is legal now. There are certain yeah, places sure. where you can smoke it and nobody will say anything. Not even the police. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yes. Um. I have one complaint that oh, yeah. kind of it didn't ruin the film for me, but I feel like it should have been addressed, and that is that the grandmother had no way of communicating at all. Oh, you're come up with a blinking system for yeah. God's sake! Mm. Like at some point, someone must have thought, "I need to know if she needs some water," um, and that's all it would have taken, and the whole film would have unraveled. Um, Mm, yes, I mean, I did not think of that, but now that you mention it, they probably should have put like a the, the same wheelchair that Stephen Hawking used would have been very useful. <laughs> they should have, shouldn't uh, they? Yes, that would have been much yeah. better. Uh, that would have been very useful. Another then commentary again, on poverty. Yeah. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> um, think back to Awakenings, though. We, we know there are people sometimes who, for whatever reason, cannot communicate in any way. Um, she didn't seem to play that in such a way, and she seemed like she was, yeah, she seemed like she could have blinked or whatever. But, um, yeah, I think she was alert, um, to the world. She was just, she was paralyzed, yeah, from the neck down. I just, I wonder if there are conditions where you could see the world around you but not be able to communicate in any mm. way. We know that people are mute, for example, for all sorts of different reasons, um. And perhaps some of those 
preclude other methods of communicating. I don't know. Mm. Maybe it was just a. I mean, a she was definitely a, a trying to communicate point, by staring and yeah. with her eyes. I think. Yeah, mm. no, you're right, aren't you? That would have been too. The I mean, the film would have been over. Yeah, could it would have just gone and demanded his money back from that guy? Yeah, yeah Don Pilar sneaking <laughs> through and being all smart, and then her just grabbing a pen and just jotting down <laughs> the guy across the hall freaking stole all the money. <laughs> By the way, your mother is alive. <laughs> How long would it have taken to blink that? <laughs> Oh. That would have been the rest of the film. Yeah, just <laughs> blinking. Excellent. <laughs> Morse code blinking. She had a rough end. I didn't like that. I thought it was very unfair for her, you know. Oh, terribly just unfair, plot, wasn't it? Sort of plot device of this poor old disabled woman. Who's just well, we don't die. know her past. <laughs> true. <laughs> no, she was a real wrong one. Yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> Well, she raised Pepe for one thing. Yeah, and Yolanda. Well, she she had TV, so I yeah. can't trust her. <laughs> um, oh. but yes, it was terribly unfair, wasn't it? Mm. Really, really stung, and for her to die at the same time oh. as Yolanda was yeah. heartbreaking. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that scene that was brutal. Absolutely awful. Um. And actually, curiously, I think Pepe and Chachita each uh, sort of held their their respective mother as she died, right? Yeah. Oh, um, wow, that's intense. Sort of reflected everything quite well. Something very poetic about it. Why did Yolanda die? Then was and what was her ailment? She had, had consumption, didn't she? Yeah, tuberculosis. Yeah. Oh. Is that what Anne Hathaway dies of in Les Miserables? I don't <laughs> remember. I don't think it's quite clear what she dies of in Les Miserables, is it? It was consumption. It's always Anne the Hathaway. consumption. Oh, is it consumption? Yeah, okay. Yeah, so that's. It that's, all um, fits. Oh, Les Miserables is just a bloody ripoff, isn't it? Just change a couple of the the, the locations, character names. Victor Hugo just watching a whole load of uh... (laughs) Mexican telenovelas. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, shall I play the music? Please. The honorary member. That is Rebecca. In, in <laughs> so how's she doing? <laughs> She's well, thank you. Although I, I, I think that nobody should have babies. Um, <laughs> they're just Bad too bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're so cute. <laughs> <laughs> mm. God, they're more what annoying would, than uh, cute. <laughs> <laughs> what would Pepe say about? About you, if you uh, if he heard you <laughs> saying that, he would say you're so right. 
<laughs> I know it's I've had to race on for years and it's a nightmare. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she does cry a lot, to be fair. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, still nice to hear her. Shall Fernando just count us in? Yeah, please. Okay, is it one, two, three, or three, two, one? Whichever uh, you like. It's up to you. Dealer's choice. Do okay. it in French if you like. Zero, Posh, one, two. <laughs> Scissors. <laughs> Can we try again? <laughs> Three, two, one, go. I'm not a hey, rock. Uh, Christ. Hang on, Claire didn't oh, say anything. I said rock. rock. Did yeah, you? so I've oh, won I didn't it. Hear I've that. won it. Wait, if Claire said. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Can't argue with that logic. Yeah. Um, and do I have a film for you? Ooh. Do you? Is it the bounty? It's not the bounty. No. We've we've still got a little while. Don't worry, that's coming. <laughs> um, it's uh, it's a film from a few years ago. Mm. <laughs> it's a film with Sean Connery in it. <gasps> Finding Forrester. Doctor No. Doctor No. <laughs> Brilliant. Nineteen sixty-two. 